quick and efficient trainings, 80-20 nutrition, the right productivity methods, fixing your sleep and managing your stress well, you will have boom, high energy level. Welcome to the Never Employed Chat. My name is Sam and I interview people who make a living beyond salary jobs. Entrepreneurs, business owners and investors. So that we can learn from their stories together. There are many great ways to make a living and even more ways to well. At Never Employed, we encourage you to think of alternatives to employment jobs. What would you do if a salary job was simply no option? It looks like you've been on a very impressive journey of getting fit, getting healthy and helping other people. First of all, thank you for that. When you look at my Instagram, it's like really a timeline of my progress and my clients' progress. Primarily, I've been uh, using Twitter as uh, the platform for my coaching business, for example. So the Instagram is right now, it's uh, it's a mixture between the between my personal life and between the coaching stuff. But you can also see there are lots of like model pictures from my model best and stuff like that. So I would say it's it's a pretty variety of type of content you can see there. What's your main focus at the moment and how did you get there? Right now my main focus is uh Twitter or not just Twitter but the coaching business itself. So spreading the mythical gains, helping as many entrepreneurs, executives and you know CEOs, high performers to lead a healthy lifestyle focused on efficiency. So to get the most out of the least amount of time possible. So that's my main focus. And to be honest, for me, the channel of communication doesn't really matter. I just know that Twitter is the place where I would say the audience is the most engaged and the most uh, intellectual. So they are, they are there to hear what you say, not to just consume something visually appealing about you, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you mean compared to Instagram or so? Absolutely. Then how did you get to coaching entrepreneurs? I would say it would be the most accurate if I, if I start with how I got into fitness myself and entrepreneurship later on. So, um, I've been, I've been doing like bodyweight workouts and calisthenics since I was uh, 14, 15 years old and a couple of years later, uh, back in high school. Uh, a very strong, already world champion girl just came to me and, hey, dude, you, you kind of look jacked. Do you want to, do you want to try powerlifting? And I was like, hell yeah, I have no other choice, you know. <laughs> when, you, when you have the strongest girl in the world just right in front of you, there is a ball to the left, ball to the right, and there is a mop floor behind you, you can't say no, right? So I was like, let's fucking go. And I started first just competitive bench pressing and stuff like that. Later, of course, I, I picked up uh, Total as well. And I did my coaching certificate back in 2020. Few people noticed about me, but that year I also wrote a book, which I, I don't promote anymore because since then I've grown so much that today I could, I could write a much better one, right? So, but that's the key. That's the key when you see that you have actually grown. And after that, I just started coaching family and friends. So um, lots of them about to lose weight, to gain muscle, to have more energy, to fix their sleep, to optimize all these health metrics. And, you know, to, to look great, feel great and perform great at the same time. And, you know, when it started formulating in me, I was like, okay, it's real time to to build a brand, to do something with it. Because I already had back then a decent following on Instagram 
I was just talking on Twitter. So since 2021, I had like a, an ANOP account and I was talking to big accounts. And to this day, I regret not starting earlier. I'm not starting with uh, writing threads, um, tweeting every single day and stuff like that. Because I only started that by somewhere around the first quarter of 2022. And that was the point when I, when I started the business. So originally it was, it's, it's still called the Demigod Forge, the program itself, where we take men, we transform them, we optimize their sleep, their energy levels, um, and their stress management, muscle gains, weight loss, and so on. So it's a, I would say it's a pretty holistic program, but when it comes to the beginnings, it, it wasn't, it didn't look like this today. So I would say as I evolved, my service evolved as well. And of course my, I would say my clients evolved, they transformed and they achieved much better results. So originally my program was this kind of masculine, the red pill Twitter stuff, you know, what you can often see from these anon platitude accounts. And it was really like focusing on and transforming the physique and building a mindset which supports that. And later on, it transformed into something which is directly for those people who deal with those problems which are associated with stress, with poor sleep, poor energy levels, and brain fog and stuff like that. So, uh, because overall, I would say that the combination of these problems is just as serious as generally low testosterone levels nowadays. So I was like, okay, uh, it's a good stuff that you can help someone to transform their physique and to make their testosterone levels skyrocket, but it's not the only problem they are facing, right? So if I can offer something which helps to solve their specific problems, I think I can be of more value. I can be of more help and Together, we can achieve more impressive results. When you say that focusing on the individual problems or the, the individual person, how are you able to help people better when you focus more on their uh, special needs? So when it comes to focusing on special needs, it's always important, first of all, to listen and to analyze and to constantly research. So there are no two clients for me who are exactly the same. But all of them have their individual protocols for optimizing their sleep, for increasing their energy levels, for managing their stress. They all have their own workout routines. There are no two exactly identical ones. And the same goes for their meals, their protocols for eating out and stuff like that. So there are many factors that you have to consider because busy entrepreneurs, so what they do, how their days are structured, how often do they eat out? Of course, very often, you know, business meeting, lunch dates, whatever, you know, and, um, you have to give them a system. You cannot just tell them like, uh, like a military commander that, okay, from, from this day, you will only eat chicken, rice, and broccoli. So you, you can't just do that because it doesn't work that way. You, you can't tell them to live like a bodybuilder or to live like a power lifter if their lifestyle doesn't align with that, but they still can get pretty jacked. They can get lean, they can have shredded abs and all the things they want if they follow their individual protocol. And that's why an individual protocol is important, of course, 
because we can't um, give them a protocol which follows the routine of pro athletes or, or, or someone who is not in their shoes. So the number one focus is always put yourself in your customer's shoes. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's one thing that uh, actually applies to to all kinds of business, right? Absolutely. Earlier, you already described that your first clients, so to say, have been around your uh, your inner circle, basically. So we can skip the question of how did you get your first clients, but how how did you get your first real clients back then? How did you start to make this uh, business? Oh, well, it's very funny because people would assume I got my first clients from Twitter, <laughs> but I've got my very first clients from Instagram, uh, even before I started my coaching business. So it wasn't a business yet, but that was the first time I kind of like made a monthly recurring uh, income online. And well, it wasn't much, but for me, you know, for my 90 years old, brain it was like holy shit i'm making money online and what's going on and i'm providing actual value and i can see the transformation and um back then i wasn't so specific so these were like guys and girls of any ages any ages from from 17 years old to 60 years old i coached literally whoever want to whoever wanted to be coached right after that when i got on twitter that was the point when i got specific And the first, like, real client for the Demigod Forge was, of course, from Twitter. Doesn't sound like you've been working for free for the these first clients you, you had. How, how did you structure and how, how did you begin? When I trained people from my inner circle, obviously, I was working for free. And when I launched the Demigod Forge, we had a two-week trial. And the guys were like, damn, I feel so good already. And and stuff like that. So they wanted more. They wanted more of the sauce. They they wanted more uh, of this mindset, of this lifestyle. And um, they just joined the program. They did the entire 12 weeks. And some of them, it was like last summer, some of them are still with me. So um, when the program was over, I proposed them to, let's continue via the next phase. What else can we bring out of your lifestyle, of your health, of your physique? And some of them were like, okay, let's go. So I still have a client who who started with me like last May. So we're very close to our one year anniversary, I would say. And it's amazing seeing them being motivated and being excited about the changes that are ahead of them is I think the biggest motivation a coach can ever get. That's really cool. Especially if you have those long-term clients. Do you need to motivate people, especially in, in the long run? I mean, it's always a challenge when you do something in the long run, especially when it comes to fitness or maybe even discipline when it comes to eating, sleeping schedules and things like that. When they come to me, originally they come with a problem to be solved. To a certain degree, they are already motivated. I don't necessarily have to motivate them, but I still do because motivation is a reminder. And each time that you remind them of their goals and you give them some further guidance on how to transform their mindset. And if you set them targets, they will enjoy it more and they will become more hyped about each workout session. You should never solely rely on motivation because motivation and consistency together bring real results but you should always feel the motivation so so you can never be hostile 
towards motivation. Because, again, it will make it feel like I'm a military commander who just tells you what to do. I'm not here for that. I'm here for that to, of course, keep you accountable, but also to keep you motivated and to keep you focused in the long term. To look forward to the results and to look forward to the next phase. Now we're already right in the center of goals or habits. Like the, the question of are, are goals more important, habits more important, or what's what's the, the role of the two when it when it comes to fitness and entrepreneurship? I would say both are important, but not equally. I would say habits are much more important. Habits build uh habits build a person, habits build a character, and in the long term, habits build the business and the physique. Actually, habit forming and keeping habits is one of the key parts of my program. I'm really hacking my clients' brains, basically. I'm always emphasizing that, listen, the human brain is the laziest organ because it always goes for those neural pathways which burn the least amount of calories, which require the least energy to perform something. So that's why we have habits. We do the same things over and over and over again. So, for example, just to just to give you a very simple example, uh, when you when you will watch this uh, podcast back and you will you will see the clips, you can notice that, for example, every second minute I'm just doing this with my hair because it bothers me. It's in my eyes, right? This is a habit and this is low energy, so I don't even notice that I'm doing it, but I'm doing it, and that's the goal to. Get to a certain amount, or to get to a certain point where you do your workouts, you eat your meals, you do your pre-bed routine, and all these little lifestyle habits in a way that it's just as natural as anything else. As like taking a shower or brushing your teeth, right? So to, to have this kind of uh, internal accountability, the same goes for a business. So if you are doing posts on Twitter, so you tweet every day, you write threads every week, you're posting short form content, you're managing inbound leads, you are writing cold messages. Every single day, it becomes a habit. We're referring to Alex Formosi when he said like, everybody has that kind of rocky cut scene uh, in their lives when they are building their business or they are building their body, when they are just putting in the reps as a habit. And then you will reach there. Then you will reach your final goal, right? Because the final goal is great to have. It's also great to, to tie it to a time limit because it keeps you specific and accountable, but you shouldn't be hyper fixated on that. You shouldn't look at, oh, why I'm not uh, benching three plates yet? Why don't I have abs yet? Why I haven't achieved like 90% uh, sleep efficiency yet and stuff like that? No, it's not that goal. Like, why am I not a seminal figure entrepreneur yet? Okay, you are not there yet, but these are the habits that will take you there in a certain amount of time. There is no 100% guarantee, but if you put in the reps in three months, in six months, in 12 months, you will be much further than you are today. So what you're saying is basically you, you should have some kind of goal and it makes sense to have a goal, but you can actually only take action right now, right? You can take action, but not direct action towards that goal because you are not there yet. So I can't say that, okay, uh, right now I'm going to buy a huge warehouse facility for my supplement brand for $15 million. Why? Because I don't have the capital for that yet. So you have to grind to that level 
where you have that five fifty million dollars of cash and you buy a facility for that. So um, that's that's how I could explain. And also, when you have a goal, always break it down to like objectives, like smaller objectives, and you break down the objectives to plans, and then you break down the plans into habits, because these habits will feed those plans, the plans will feed the objectives, the objectives fill the goal, and so on and so on. It goes up. These kinds of habits give you a new identity. So every time you have a new goal, it comes with a new identity, of course. Yeah, that's a cool summary, actually. Do you have certain tips for busy entrepreneurs, for any people who are currently uh, watching, listening, to improve their health in an easy way in, in their everyday schedule? Of course, focus on the big things. So look at the large picture, just zoom out a bit. Don't look at the so cookie you ate yesterday or, or whatever. So it's not in the details. So focus on the big picture. Um, focus on your nutrition overall. Apply the pair to the 80-20. If 80% of your nutrition is like whole foods, you know, healthy ingredients, all good lean meats and stuff, that 20% of, let's say, junk, it's not, shouldn't be like necessary, this super processed junk, but you know, a little bit of cakes, a little bit of sweets occasionally, it's all good. And the same goes for your training. Go for getting the most out of the least time. So if you are um, a high performer, if you are an entrepreneur and millions depend on your decision, then you can't just spend your life in the gym. You can't do like, two hours powerlifting workouts. It's it's one thing that I'm the type of guy who used to enjoy those, and sometimes I still do. But the thing is that when you are an entrepreneur, you shouldn't work out like uh, a full-time powerlifter, right? So focus on getting the most out of the least time. So instead of too much volume, focus on intensity. Then fix your sleep. ASAP. You can get much more things done in four hours if you have like a fully eight hours of efficient deep sleep, you know. Um, you can get much more done in four hours than anyone else with six hours of poor sleep with a high latency, waking up too often during the night in 10 hours. So those guys in 10 hours don't do as much as you can do in four hours if you are really focused. Next thing. Um, forget about too strict productivity routines like uh, some, for some people Pomodoros for example work these like 25 minutes periods and shit but it's not for everyone so if you are for example ghostwriter or you have an agency or whatever maybe these 25 minute streaks are not enough for you to get deep into your work right so, so use something else maybe the 36 to 90 rule will be more viable for you or maybe a different kind of scheduling system. Or maybe you shouldn't be that strict about your schedules. You should instead just prioritize and get through what you can get through. So this is this is all about focus and productivity. It won't work, of course, without fixing your sleep. And the next one is managing stress because the success of an entrepreneur doesn't depend on like how big your idea is not even unlike uh, how long you are in the game, of course it matters, but how well you react to stress and how 
well you can perform under this pressure uh how can you handle like risky decisions because uh look at it that way in the future everything that you call a risk today will be just an opportunity and it's up to you whether you miss that opportunity or whether you live with that opportunity so that's why stress management is important and that's why for each of my clients we have like an individual stress protocol and when i put together for example their supplementation plan even their even their meal plan i always i'm always careful about okay will this increase or reduce their cortisol level how will it uh, you know alter their testosterone and cortisol balance and stuff like that so it's all about stress hormone what kind of stress do they uh, experience is it more like chronic stress which usually elevates during the nighttime or is it acute stress which is dominant in the daytime so it's um it's all connected because if you can't handle your stress well it will lead back to poor nutrition so we started with training and nutrition if you have your stress levels fixed it's easier to fix your nutrition if you have your sleep fixed number three over here it's easier to fix your productivity. So everything is interconnected. And of course, if all of these work together, so quick and efficient trainings, 80-20 nutrition, the right productivity methods, fixing your sleep and managing your stress well, you will have boom, high energy levels. So that's it. Uh, I would say these six factors are the most important that uh, entrepreneurs should fix as soon as possible if they really want to to build their business long and sustainable because at the end of the day you are your own business you are your own personal brand no matter what kind of company you are the head of or the owner of it's it was built by your hands so if if one day you are just out of operation or you're out of it you're just not feeling it you have to fix these things so it can keep on being successful it can be scaled forward and yeah you can get more out of less time i'm always of that opinion so you can allocate that time that you are not using anymore for useless things to something else to your family to your health to your free time and so on just to just to unwind yeah i think that was a super impressive five minute holistic coaching Appreciate you. Then for your business, for your personal growth, what are your, your future plans? You already touched on uh, your supplemental property. And it looks like I'm busted <laughs> about my about my future plans, but <laughs> um, it all depends on, on the time horizon. I always like to think long term. So uh, instead of looking at what you can achieve in you know, three months, in six months, look at where you can be in a year, in two years, in four years, in 10 years. And uh, when we look at these time horizons, I would say, uh, by the way, right now, I'm, I'm still studying at university. Now the goal is once I graduate, it's just to go, go like uh, full-time entrepreneur mode, digital nomad mode, travel the world, build connections, and to help as many entrepreneurs as I can to really expand this business and to expand this brand. When you help one-on-one, -on -one, let's say over a time horizon of four years a thousand people that's cool it's very cool but i am the kind of guy who really likes like one-on-one -on -one coaching 
I really like uh, being personal and making a huge impact on one person. I still want to have an impact on others. My goal is to, of course, later on, like launch a product line. I also have a couple of like courses, documents. I usually give them away for free because I want people to be impacted by what I do. And I'm not afraid of giving away value for free because I know I can help people with so much more stuff. If we look into the not so near future, I do think I would pretty much enjoy like owning a chain of gyms, basically spreading this uh, demigod mindset. So I'm thinking big, but only in the long term. So this is how I keep my basically everyday sanity, my everyday habits, because I know what is the smaller goal, which is right ahead of me, instead of only looking at the, the big goal, being a global fitness entrepreneur, being the becoming the Michael Jackson of fitness, you know, it's uh, something that I can't do right now, but I can take consistent steps and effort towards that every single day. And is there anything where people may eventually help you on your further journey? To be honest, I, I already have some help on my hand. So I'm working with a VA, helps me with like really automated tasks, you know, like, uh, organizing Excel sheets of leads and stuff like that. And it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. I also knew a couple of coaches uh, who are a few steps ahead of me and lots of people in my network who helped me out with stuff. I really appreciate everyone who helped me during this period. Lately, I haven't been the most consistent person about uh, posting short form content, but every week I post at least two. Because I think it's cool and it's great for like, um, brand awareness. It's good to have talented people who can cut these videos and edit them in a way that it appeals the audience and it has the potential to go viral. It's still pretty much underrated because I'm the type of guy who can't really edit stuff like this. It's not my expertise. So I really respect those who do this. I, I also respect those guys who on a daily basis drop my DMs about <laughs> editing short form content for me. Guys, keep up the grind because there is a demand for what you do. Uh, the thing that I currently don't need our services, this means that I already, I'm already very Working with someone, but someone else might not. So keep on sending those cold messages. You guys rock. Anybody else who can help coaches or with maybe sales systems, lead generation, whatever, keep on sending your cold messages because you can never know when you will land that client of your life who will be your best case study or you who will bring in five more clients in the long term. So I think it's a fun game. Online business is a fun game because we are helping out each other. We are helping each other make more money being healthier, being wealthier. So that's why I love Twitter. That's why I love this kind of uh, wholesome community. And to be honest, I'm pretty much bullish on that. So since Elon took over, I would say this platform will, will skyrocket in the, in the next five to 10 years. Interesting point of view. So if people think that they may help you somewhere or just want to get in touch, they mainly find you on Twitter. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. I'm available on Instagram as well, on TikTok, which I don't use currently. I also have a LinkedIn, which I don't really use currently since I finished my internships. <laughs> but yeah, Twitter is my main channel and I have an upcoming uh, website. Actually, I'm buying the domain today, so <laughs> it will be published very soon. And there you can see all my contact details. You can always book a call with me. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking part in this Never Employed Chat. Subscribe to my YouTube channel for more interviews with business owners and investors. Or simply listen to the audio version in your favorite podcast directory. Make sure to follow me on all your preferred social media platforms, so that you never miss life-changing business tips.
You find me on every platform with the account name Sam Hartmann.com. Start a business, become successful, and tell me about it. See you next time.